0: It was kind of interesting. You know, um yesterday was Thanksgiving. So I went over to my in-laws' house and uh everyone was uh was was watching football. There was a, there was a TV outside and it wasn't I mean it was a little cold, but it wasn't terribly cold. I there was a TV in the living room. Everyone was watching, uh, you know, the football games, the American football games. But they also were watching later on, they were watching uh, some of the uh, the World Cup football games. Two different kinds of football. American football and soccer football, right? But I'm not really in any into those kind of sports. Uh, it was funny, like I I did go outside to uh, to watch the football with everyone. I guess it was the New York Giants versus the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I don't know how I got to be so disinterested in this in the, in football uh, because my father, and my brother, were so into it when I was growing up, and I wasn't against it. It just ne- was never something that interested me per se. Then I looked inside, and two of my wife's brothers. Wife's in-laws, or or my wife's, how does this work? My wife's brother's wife's cousins were playing chess. So I went in to to see what was going on. I watched their chess game. It was this like long, kind of drawn out, complex, weird like chess game. It was so fascinating to watch. I could could kind of see the football game out of the corner of my eye too. But yeah, it was just kind of, eh, you know. (coughs) <coughs> yeah, I really don't care about the football too much, but I just found this. It's actually really interesting. You know, um, whereas I don't like the sport itself, I really do love the uh, the logos and you know the because uh, I am a huge fan of any sort of graphical systems or sets. You know, fonts being or typefaces being primary among them. You, you know, you see all the letters in this certain style, and uh, I think sports leagues are kind of similar. You have these logos, but there's a set of logos that all follow a similar set of parameters. So I've, I've always been fascinated by sports logos. And I remember really back in the 90s, really especially being interested in, in the what they used to call the World League of American football. It was um, just a set of teams that were playing in Europe. You know, it's kind of funny because in Europe they play the football, the soccer football. Uh, but there are some people who like the American football, right? So there there, there had been some inroads in Europe i think i think especially germany is really into american football i mean they're two very different sports obviously um both called football in a weird way but i don't know the the american football they use their, they don't really they use their hands mostly they don't really use their feet they use their feet to kick it obviously but mostly during the plays that's it's no feet it's hands involved so weird anyway um i remember really you know back then it was like 1991 being really interested in it because because it was one of the first, like, alternate leagues I had heard of. You know, I mean, I was distantly aware of the USFL or the much old i didn't even know anything about the older World League from the 70s, you know, with the Memphis Southmen and stuff like that. Um, yeah, there's a site called sportslogos.net, I think, that has all these old logos that I obsess on from time to time. But, um so, I remember trying to find images of, of the World League, early 90s World League of American Football— Logos and I, I and I've told the story a few times. I went to my local county library and found I, I looked it up in the Reader's Guide to Periodic Literature. This massive set—imagine a massive set of encyclopedias—that was it was a cross-reference, an index of all the articles and topics in every magazine and, and newspaper ever. How could they even do that? It's insane, but it—but they did it, and then they had. I mean, this is this is a count. You know, there's 21 counties in New Jersey. Just one county. They had microfilm and microfiche of like massive collection of, of magazines and newspapers and stuff. It must have cost huge amounts of money. I, I, I would love to know like how, how – it, I, I, it was a, just an incredible reference, right? Um, and I think it was free to get the, uh, the thing. But then you had like these copy machines attached to the microfilm reader and you had to put it in like a dime – to get a copy out. And it was on this thermal paper. And I remember I just found an article. Maybe it was in a a newspaper that showed all the team logos. So I was always just really fascinated by all sorts of things like that. But anyway, recently I found out that that they're back. Because I know they became NFL Europa at one point. Then they went away again. So apparently just last year, 2021, they came back again. And they're called European League of Football. So uh, I'm on their website here. European League of, so wait wait European League dot football, wow the the TLD is football wow, that's pretty useful, so yeah let's see, check out the teams, because <coughs> a lot of them are the same teams from way back when, or at least the same uh, you know team names right. There's all the products you can buy here, so we start off with the Barcelona Dragons yeah this was the same team there was a Barcelona Dragons back then but they have a new logo, kind of a more a meaner tougher looking dragon than the previous one which looked kind of you know more docile <laughs> this is a more angry dragon <laughs> that's kind of cool it's a, it's like a red and green kind of kind of thing how about berlin thunder i do think it was a berlin thunder i think it was a hammer before but now the logo is it says berlin thunder and a lightning bolt that's actually a pretty cool logo we can get shirts hats you know i did have i had a cap i i, I bought a cap um frankfurt galaxy i i had that a baseball cap i don't know whatever happened to that oh cool i, I should get a berlin thunder bucket hat <laughs> that's kind of cool anyway what other teams do they have here the cologne centurions like as i said a lot of german germany stuff i don't know if they had this one they may have had this one it's just sort of a an ancient warrior helmet you know the ancient warriors used to have this big brush on their head what was up with that what was it so they can brush up the blood after the after the fight? What the hell's up with these centurions? This is, yeah, this is more red and black. What what was the Berlin Thunder color scheme? Red and black. Okay. Frankfurt Galaxy. Here we go. Let's see if it's the same logo. Yeah, it is largely the same logo, I think. Let me see the new Frankfurt Galaxy hat. Okay, it's a little bit different. It's it's sort of i think it was multicolored before, now it's just white. I'm I'm really not very impressed with uh, that we can get a tube mask. What The hell's that? Anyway, I, I I don't think that the new Galaxy logo is very good. Hamburg Sea Devils. I think these. This one was 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 there. Very, totally new logo. Uh, black and red and blue logo. Uh, yeah, it's all right. It's not, I'm not really that into the Sea Devils. Their old one I think was better. What else do we have here? Istanbul Rams. This is a, definitely a new team. They did not have Istanbul last time. Well, there's a Rams in in the NFL, the 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 U.S. Football League. Yeah, it's kind of uninspired. Everything is like red and black on this in this league. Istanbul Rams. That's kind of cool. Leipzig Kings. The only thing I you know about Leipzig is uh, there's a song by Thomas Dolby. Leipzig, we're calling. Oh, look, the, the 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 fan jersey is sold out. Leipzig Kings that's kind of a cool logo, just a big l k it's it's green and yellow. What's that song? It was like a Thomas Dolby had like a like a b side or something it was kind of hard to get at one point. you know this song Leipzig i I don't know anything else about the town itself Thomas Dolby man. stuff the Leipzig Kings that's kind of cool very generic looking logo though (laughs) Um, Rain Fire this one was also in in that one in in that old league I think it's very a similar logo actually yeah I don't know the color schemes are all kind of the same on these teams this is kind of yeah Rain Fire (laughs) they have two different logos Hmm. Not too impressed with that one. How about the Stuttgart Surge? I said there was a Surge in, uh, I think there was an American team that was the Surge. Yeah, and again, a really generic lightning bolt logo. It's blue and green. Yeah, really not, not too exciting. The tier, Tyrol Raiders. What is Tyrol? <laughs> what the hell is this? A black and white scheme. And it's like some sort of weird bird and a sword. Tirol. Where is Tirol? T i r o l. These logos are disappointing me. This is the first time I'm looking at them. Um, it's in Austria. Okay. The Tirol Raiders. Yeah, there's an Raiders in America too. Can't they come up with new names? And what's the next one? The Vienna Vikings. They're copying. They're copying teams from the NFL. This is essentially a, just. They must be like licensing it from them. It's the exact same logo, almost, of the of the Minnesota Vikings in the U.S. Okay, this is yeah, this is kind of. Yeah. Finally, we have the Roachlaw Panthers. Uh, this sounds like a place that's in uh, Roachlaw. How do you pronounce that? <laughs> in Poland, probably, right? Let's see. And they again, they're like the Carolina Panthers. All right, this is this is bumming me out now. I thought there'd be better logos. It's in Poland. Rowclaw, let's see how to pronounce that. I know I'm not pronouncing it right. Rowclaw. Maybe I am pronouncing it right. I'm saying rowclaw. How do you say it
1: correctly in
0: English? Should it is said as roadsloaf. What? Roadsloaf. Now wait a second. No, hold on. I need a second opinion here. Roadsloaf. That. That. What is spelled W R O C L A W? Roadsloaf all right let's try it again here so another one here rotloff okay all right yeah uh, yeah i i yeah we we can't really i can't really pronounce R- it based on english pronunciation rotloff panthers <laughs> they're all like copying everything it's ridiculous let me look at that website see if there are any previous um teams that are that are now gone sports sports logos. Alright. Football. What would they have it on World W L A F. Okay. So the Amsterdam Admirals they had back then, right? This is from uh the nineties. But Barcelona Dragons, yeah, that's actually a cooler logo. It's kind of a more almost an Aztec looking logo. Birmingham Fire, Frankfurt Galaxy. Oh, it was an orange galaxy so orange and red galaxy back then. The London Monarchs. I remember that. Then he had the Montreal Machine. So there were some in America. And so it was a mix of the U.S., Canada, and and Europe. The Montreal Machine. New York, New Jersey Knights. Like a, like a chess knight. Ohio, Ohio Glory. I remember that one. They only existed in 1992. They're very patriotic. It was like an eagle and a red, white, and blue thing. That was cool. Ohio Glory. Orlando Thunder. Raleigh-Durham Skyhawks Rain Fire. Yeah, there it is. Very similar logo. Actually, the old one was better, and it was the Sacramento Surge. Sacramento, California. San Antonio Riders and the Scottish Claymores. That was kind of cool. This Claymore is like a sword. But what about NFL Europa? Isn't is Wasn't that what it was called, NFL Europa? NFL Europe is what it was called, not Europa. <laughs>
2: no, it is. It It does, it does say
0: NFL Europa. Okay anything different Berlin Thunder Hamburg CDL, all the same ones yeah and the Cologne Centurions back in 2004 so they, they were there and now they're back as uh do they have it on this site yet no hmm no and if no yeah how about the National Women's Football Association oh yeah the site doesn't have that they, it's always like it's always like a dead link uh huh. But yeah, it was a good time over uh, my in-laws down in uh, Basking Ridge, New Jersey. Um, it was my nephew Nathan's uh, birthday and he just got a record player, you know, for LPs. So, um, I gave him a copy of uh King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizards Ice, Death, Planets, Lungs, Mushrooms and Lava. I figure uh King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizards is definitely a good band to get into, especially if you're young because it's a current band, they're currently playing and releasing a ton of records and whereas I'm I've I've was a big fan, and I've kind of been somewhat disappointed by their output of late. I still think it's a good band to get into. A good, current rock... If you're looking for a rock band that's currently out making music, this is a good one. Obviously, the, the vast swaths of the past have far better rock rock music, but, you know, we're talking about the present. Um, and uh, we're also playing a pool. There's a pool table. So we played some nine ball and some eight ball, but then uh, some of the other relatives came in and wanted to play cutthroat. It was a cutthroat pool, is the name of the game, and it's—I uh, had never heard of it before, but it makes a lot of sense. So there's three. Uh, you can do. I'm assuming you can do it with three players or three teams, and uh, you set it up, you know, with all 15 balls as you would eight ball, but. Um, Basically, as you're shooting, right? There's three. There's three uh, sets. There's the the low set, the middle set, the high set. So low set is, is one through five. Middle set six through ten. These are the numbers on the balls. And then the high set would be eleven through fifteen. And um, whenever whenever you sink a ball, that one is not your set, right? so you keep going until the sets are determined um if you're the if if the other two teams for example already sank a mid and you sank a mid then you are mid you see what i'm saying otherwise it's it's sort of a process of elimination it was actually a really cool game of course i, I lost all of, we my wife and i we lost all of them but um it was kind of cool and then the and then um again it was it was a lot of uh you know my wife's brother's wife's family, and they had this game they play, and it was like amazing i um i had never because i've been i've i've known them for decades, all of them you know yeah, it's been almost uh twenty years since my wife's brother and his wife got married, so yeah I saw them there you know met them all there. Anyway, uh, so they have this game they they, they invented, and it just, it's really interesting. I, I, maybe you could take this as a tip and play at your next family gathering. It, it's something, it reminds me a bit of the Row, Row, Row Your Boat thing where, which I think, I don't know what the name of it is, but it's basically where people start singing or chanting something, and then it's all out of sync, but you have to keep it going. You know what I'm saying? What's that? What do they call that? Row your boat thing? That's not the thing, but uh, uh, row your boat. What do you call it? A game? Row, row, row your. No, it's like uh, singing off sync. Like how? What would you call this? There's a certain name for it. Hmm. <clears throat> Let's see. "Row, row, row your boat" is an English nursery rhyme, popular sing- s- children's song often sung in the round. Hmm. Yeah. So you're, you're like you're supposed to be singing it, but out of sync. Like row, row, row your boat gently down the stream, and then each they have here alto, soprano, alto, tenor, bass. And everyone's singing it at the same time. Is this... All right, that's not really very helpful. <laughs> um... <coughs> hmm. All right, here's the first hit that comes up. Let's see. Yeah.
2: Okay, okay, let's do this.
3: Row, row, row your
0: okay, well, then you need to be singing it, like... Not at the same time. Okay. There's a lot of examples of this. Row, row, row your Okay, dude, that guy's so annoying. We're not going to watch that video. What, do only annoying people sing this song? All right, so that's sort of cacophony. You you get the idea. So this game is uh, is it like an object game? So there's a pile of objects. Each object had has to have one syllable. So there's like a can of Coke. Uh, I brought in a, po- a coffee pod. There was a block, right? And there was a, a little Lego man. So like you got to take something like, and and there was like a tin of tuna. They said fish. So you have to start off. This is a fish, and the next person's like a what? A fish. A what? A fish. Oh, a fish. Right? And then that person takes the object and is saying that to the next person. This is a fish. But at the same time, the first person is like, you know, this is a clown. A what? A clown. A what? A clown. Oh, a clown. But the second people are saying fish, and you got to go all around the table. It actually seemed kind of insane, but it was sort of the same thing. (laughs) Object round game, maybe I can call it. Object round game. <laughs> I have no idea. I asked them what it's called. They don't even know. But they say they made it up at some point. This this is a car. A what? A car. A what? A car. Oh, a car. This is uh, something, right? Anyway, <laughs> that was, that was kind of cool. It was a lot of fun. Thanksgiving was a lot of fun. You know, I had a lot of fun. A lot of games. A lot of fun stuff. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, um, I've been looking into this concept. I'm, I'm, I'm calling this concept Deportment 23. And this has to do with the idea that um, starting in a little over a month, January 1st, 2023. Wow, we really are in the future. That sounds like a very futuristic date. Um, all the songs and music in the United States... From 1923, which right now in November 2022 are still under copyright protection, you could be sued for playing songs from 1923 right now. But in a, a little over a month, hmm, what happened there? I <laughs> like I almost dropped the, the recorder and it lost a little bit of uh, time. But um, I, was, I was gonna say, in a little over a month, we can now play all the music of 1923, and I think it's a really cool. Opportunity to uh, sort of focus in on one year, and it's it's kind of cool, you know. The number twenty three has all these weird connotations and stuff. So nineteen twenty three. So yeah, we call Department Twenty Three only playing music from nineteen twenty three. It cannot start now. We have to wait until January first because right now it's illegal to play the music theoretically. But um, right, looking here, so the Internet Archive has a, a, a massive archive. There's the the, um, the George Blood Collection. And um, it says here, uh, George Blood is like a company, right? And, and they digitize these records. And for 1923, they have 5,905 records. But a lot of them, there's multiple copies of the same record, right? And then if you search the larger set of, uh, the larger, any kind of audio from 1923, there's 6,838 but I think the George Blood collection is, is really a, the best to focus on because they have a certain process and quality control and things. So what you can do is you can actually go by letters. And I'm, I'm trying to think how, to, how do you get into the, uh, the letter section. So I think that's how I'm going to start focusing on it, like go letter by letter, each letter of the alphabet, right? let trying to see. Sort by... Hmm. Yeah. If you sort by uh, title. So you can, you, there's like no songs that start with X, right? How about how about Z, right? So the 5,000 suddenly becomes much more approachable. There's only six songs that start with Z, you know. Zion's Lidalee, Zulu's Ball, Zatu something, Zaptiado. <laughs> I don't know what all this stuff is. But anyway, I guess we can't really hear it right now. I mean, I guess just like I played a little bit of Lights, I, I could play a little bit of a song. How about Zulu's Ball? This will be under fair use. I'm not playing the song, and I'm just giving you a little preview. Something that could be on Department Twenty Three from King Oliver's Creole Jazz Band. Hmm. This is music from this. This was released October fifth, nineteen twenty-three. Uh, see, not everything sounds good, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a good recording. <laughs> oh no. How about Zapateado, the cobbler? Right. It's just, it's just some examples of some songs that could. But I think focusing per letter is probably good because otherwise it becomes like overwhelming. Uh, See, so you got the scratchiness though. Some some is worse than others. This is probably a little too much scratchiness, you know. You know, anyway, the Zeichsick Potpourri. <laughs> These incoherent music <clears throat> so could be good. It doesn't sound too bad from a quality perspective. Then it's how good is the music? See, nineteen twenty-three. How about, like, the letter O? H- how is that? <coughs> like, Overnightscape. How many songs? 243 songs. Starting with letter O in 1923. Let's see. Anything, uh... Oh, Sawmill, Sawmill River Road. I, I actually did a version of this on my uh, Polar Lion method. The synthesizer method. But how does this sound here? The Isham Jones Orchestra. See, because I, I, I did go through, I think, all of maybe a certain date in 1922. I, I went through a ton of songs, and I really, speaking that we have o- almost 6,000, we can probably find the ones that sound the best. This, this one, you know, does not sound too great. So what about my version of Sawmill River Road? Let's check this out. You know Polar Lion, where I take uh, middies from uh, piano rolls and apply some... Uh, <coughs> and just feed it into a synthesizer program and this guy's I, I use reason you know I do have a legitimate copy of reason light and I only really need the light version for this purpose anyway but let's see what mine sounds like here <coughs> much better right yes by the way polar lion which is the name of that project is an anagram of piano roll but instead of a polar bear it's a polar lion. So in this case, I didn't write the music, right? It's from from MIDI, but I did shape the sounds. And the processing and the dynamics and everything. I like this one. This is almost sort of an out-of-control droning in the middle middle heart of the sound, right? Good stuff. (laughs) If I do say so myself. Anything else? Let's try one more here, starting with an O. Yeah, see, there's only 243, so this is not as crazy to go through. How about some old-fashioned love? Let's see how this sounds. This is completely random, just checking out this stuff. This is from uh, November 21st, 1923. Right. This, to me, this is a, this is the, the crackling is at a minimum here. It's a foxtrot and performed by Benny Krueger's orchestra. <coughs> yeah, this, this sounds good. This, this could be on Department 23. Uh, we can't listen to it yet. We have to wait until uh, January to listen to it. But anyway, you get what I'm saying. You understand. Anyway, uh, today's episode is called Abnormal Splicer. And uh, there's a picture of me there uh, <clears throat> wearing a suit and tie on a gold background, and I'm sort of holding my hands up. And um, so I, I did actually mention when I took this picture a while back, I was at the Marine Corps Ball. My father in law was becoming the commandant of uh, the Branch 209 of the Marine Corps League. And so we went to this place, the Fiesta. Uh, for the Marine Corps, you know, they have the, the Marine Corps ball every year for the the birthday of the Corps. And there was a little photo booth set up that was automatic. So you take the picture, then you, then you could just have it email to email it to your yourself. So I was having some bullet bourbon that was kind of strong drink. So I was a little, little tipsy. I figured on my way to the bathroom, I would go and take a picture of myself, just one picture. And it turned out great. The one you see, I really like that. It it's sort of me with a suit and tie, and and I have, I almost sort of imagine this is what I would look like if I was like a, t- a TV talk show host, <laughs> right? Sort of a weird vision of myself, sort of you know, dressed up and uh, you know on that with that gold curtain behind me. It's kind of kind of crazy. And the reason I chose this picture for today was today. This is the OverNightScape number one thousand nine hundred and sixty-seven or nineteen sixty-seven which is the year I was born. So I figured there should be a picture of me. And it almost, the picture was almost like, yeah, look, here I am, you know, with my holding my hands out. Yes, I've been born in 1967. And the title is Abnormal Splicer, which uh, I guess you could say that I'm an abnormal splicer. I splice together all sorts of different concepts and ideas here on the show, right? It also just so happens that Abnormal Splicer is an anagram of Marine Corps Ball. See? It all fits together. It's all connected. I'm the Abnormal Splicer, yes. I like that show art. Nice. Could I have been a TV talk show host? You know, like a late night talk show host on television, like on a big network? Perhaps in some other timeline. Not this one, of course. Not this one. In other news, I I wanted to talk to you about the text adventure game Ferret thought i had some sort of link to it um this is uh yeah 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 here, here here's this is the article i found so ferret oh, let me just read you the article because that, that'll explain what it is this was from october 8th 2022 so a month or two ago a huge this is on pc gamer a huge text adventure begun by anonymous creators 40 years ago was only completed this year Jason Dyer has a blog called All the Adventures where he plans to play and write about every text adventure ever made. It is, of course, a gloriously doomed undertaking. Right, Why what, do what, I have to read this introduction part? Right now, Dyer is playing and blogging about Ferret, an obscure sci-fi adventure first released in 1982. The original Ferret was made for the Data General Nova, a 16-bit mini-computer, and was only made available for PC with the DOS version released as a free download by the original authors in 2009. Ferret's anonymous creators, who worked at the UK division of Data General, explained that since their game was developed in stages, the game's architecture allowed the addition of extra phases in an incremental manner. And so they continued developing it. The updates ending with the final functional release with Endgame that was uploaded on August 15th, 2022. That means it was 40 years between the first version of Ferret and one with an Endgame, which may technically be a record for the longest time a game game has been in development. Ferret has 3,449 objects, 1,785 rooms, though not all of them can be reached by the player. Wow. For comparison's sake, the original Zork has 60 objects and 110 rooms. While A Mind Forever Voyaging has 30 objects and 178 rooms. Wow. <clears throat> so, anyway, I have Ferret here. You can download it. And I started playing it, and I know nothing about it. I really knew nothing about it. I don't even know if there's spoilers for this game. But let's play some Ferret, shall we? And uh, I played a few times, so I kind of have some idea you're in a dark room you appear to be lying in an exceedingly small dark room and you feel as if you have been sleeping for ages you are very drowsy your body appears to be quite heavy and feels partially numbed there don't appear to be any exits from this room so i think i just typed in stand up as you attempt to stand up the lid of your room bounces up due to the impact of your head and i think i just typed push push lid push lid there is an ominous creaking sound followed by a clunk light encircles your body temporarily blinding you twilight room your eyes appear to have adjusted to the light beyond your shell-like cover you can see a number of machines dotted with switches and readouts I forget how to get out of here like stand up again (coughs) exit hmm what do they say? Open cover. Open cover. Get out. <laughs> I know I've gotten out before. Okay, let's see. There was I know there was a way to get out of this thing. North, no chance. Get I already said get out, right? So not this is annoying. You have to like figure out how to get out of this thing. Um, walk, I know I got out of here before, uh, leave, leave shell, get out of shell, exit shell. There's only one thing wrong with that sentence the words. Ah, shut up. Examine machines. They look all right to me. Examine switches. What the hell? uh, Open cover. Push cover. Hmm. Ah, open cover what the hell I, I, oh my god push shell nothing happens <clears throat> that doesn't exit cover that doesn't make sense that doesn't make much sense to me and I thought I was stupid wow this, this is a very insulting game. up the lid lid open lid push lid yes that's that did it I had to say push lid there is a loud piercing creaking sound the world appears to spin and you tumble unceremoniously to the floor the container you were in clangs shut resuscitation chamber this room contains a number of box-like machines there is a door to the west to the left of a display there are three illuminated buttons one red one orange one green in the center of the room atop a metal plinth is a large chest the lid of the chest is closed fixed to the side of the chest is a brass plaque there is a large box here let's see open box opening the large box reveals a crystal sphere get sphere taken my inventory I have a crystal sphere I never got, it's weird, I never got super into these kind of adventure games. I played them, but yeah, I've never, I I love the idea of them more than actually playing them. So, read plaque. There's a plaque. It says, uh, something, citation cell. Date of entry, (coughs) um, July 28th, 1962. expected, Expected release date, 2083. Ferret Security Company? It it, it sort of looks... It's like like run down. Can I get the plaque? That does not appear to be possible. How about open chest? Examine chest. It looks okay to me, mate. Ah, shut up. Uh Uh-huh. All right, so press red button, right? Press red button. The door slides into the west wall with a hiss of escaping air. Okay. There is a door to the west. All right, let's go go west. Oh, this is what I did last time. You have entered a very odorous room. Your head is starting to spin. Your head has unscrewed from your body and is bouncing around the floor. You've bought the big one. Wow. What happened? I went into a room and I got killed. What's wrong with these people? Phase 1, Awakening. Mode normal. You have scored 5 out of 1,670 points in 42 moves. Room visited, 4. Rank achieved. Dumbo. I'm a big Dumbo. I shut up this insulting game, Ferret. F Ferret, okay? What's wrong with this game? Ferret. Get out of here. Maybe sometime I'll keep playing that game, but it's annoying. It's calling me dumb. <laughs> I barely started it, and it's, it, it insulted me like five times. Please Anyway, in other news uh, Perhaps related, computer related um, I was uh, checking out uh, an issue of Wired Magazine from 1995 Let's see what we got here This is Wired Magazine 307, uh, July 1995 Let's see what's on the cover here (laughs) Richard Dawkins, wow What does it say? Esther Dyson's Radical Rethink of Intellectual Property Finally, Hands-On, The First Interactive TV Tests Douglas Copeland's MicroSurf's Returns I read that book, that was a good book Bad Boy Evolutionist Richard Dawkins Selfish Genes and Hot Memes Are the New Mass Media (laughs) I used to love, I I, I basically uh, prided myself in having gotten every single issue of Wired Magazine up until a certain point Um, I would buy it on the newsstands or subscribe. It got so bad, so bad that eventually, um, I, I, I unsubscribed from it because it was just garbage. It had turned into garbage. And, um, then apparently one of the, was it People Magazine ceased print publication. So the company sent us a replacement and I'm back getting Wired Magazine and it says crap as crap as usual, but it was good back in the day. um. But uh, on this issue I saw An ad for uh, Trouble and Attitude The multimedia magazine for men And I think I had an issue of this I just love this ad though Let me just read you this ad Mutant monsters Savage dragons Secret agents Challenging bikinis Media gurus Slamming poetry California nightmares Steamy TV Deafening decibels Cheating hearts Road Warriors. It is the business of the future to be dangerous. R. W. Whitehead, Marinex Multimedia Corporation presents Trouble and Attitude, the multimedia magazine for men. Available on CD-ROM in magazine racks of bookstores, computer stores, and newsstands for nine ninety-five, including Barnes and Noble, CompUSA, Tower Records, and Books, Crown Books, Hastings, Micro Center, United Cigar Shops of Canada. <laughs> what? Can you imagine you go cigar shopping in the mid '90s in Canada and you get this Trouble and Trouble and uh, Attitude magazine? Oh, check out our website at Trouble com. Let's see if we can go on the Wayback Machine. It looks like there there may have only been four issues because there is a way to check out some of the content of this. Let's see Trouble com. See, I don't, I don't know if the archive goes back that far, and it, I think this I think Trouble and Attitude only existed in '95, maybe '96, but. They do have a 96 archive. Let's see Let's See what we got here. The first capture of Trouble.com. Let's see what we got here. December 29th. December 29th, 1996. Yeah, Trouble and Attitude Online. <laughs> Trouble and Attitude Online. It's a really old website. 96, man. Order Trouble and Attitude Direct. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know if there's really a lot of content on here. The Biz, the Entertainment Cyber Network. What is the Entertainment the Entertainment Cyber Network? Adobe Flash Player is no longer supported. Yeah, great. All the Flash content. Any other good articles here? Let's 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 scan this issue of Wired magazine. I had this one. I had all of them. It's weird, it's like a really young Richard Dawkins, but they sort of photo edited his head to be gi- giant, because he's, he's such an egghead, he's so smart. Let's see what we got here. Yeah, definitely a very distinctive graphics graphic art, style. Kiss your expectations goodbye, Zima Gold! Wow! Oh my god, Zima Gold! No, it's not just a dark version of the original. No, it doesn't taste like beer. And no, there's nothing else like it. New Zima Gold. Bold tasting, wildly different. Brace yourself and try one. You won't be disappointed. Copyright 1995, Zima Brewing Company, Memphis, Tennessee. Malt beverage with natural flavor and caramel color. Gold at Zima.com. You could you could email them. <laughs> Zima Gold. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> www.newspage.com. There's now there's a better way to get your news. Just surf to our hot new website. NewsPage filters over fifteen thousand stories. Wow! Try NewsPage free. Early websites. This is the early web. It really it really is like a different world. Let's see what else we got here. What is this? Dimensional poster images. From the emerging face of Power Surge to the variegated gold leaf of a cyber sex breast, these pieces are a unique blend of design texture, depth, and dimensions. Each of Sinclair Multimedia's images take 200 plus hours to conceive and create. These high-end posters are printed in six colors on museum-quality art-coded stock at 3,600 DPI. Each piece is 20 by 26 inches. Tune in to Adam Curry's The Vibe. To check our latest releases, http metaverse.com slash vibe. Wow. Where where is the cybersex breast poster? (laughs) What's going on in 1995? Get out of here. Trying to see. Anything else? The Tankeray gin ads. That that was pretty pervasive back then. Mech Warrior 2 from Activision. Hmm. You are here. The Journeyman Project 2 Buried in Time. Well oh, that was like a CD ROM game, I think. Power to the cable. Oh god. This is an ad for Motorola, but the typography and the graphics are so nineties it hurts in a really good way. There's a young Richard Dawkins talking about his evolution. TechnoPagans may the astral plane be reborn in cyberspace. Yeah, I remember there was all this stuff about techno-pagans. Did anyone ever know what that was all about? They were like pagans, so they didn't worship, uh... They, they, they weren't a Christian, Muslim, or Jew. But they're pagans. But they're into technology. <laughs> Great. Win a European jazz Holloway. Sorry. Win a European jazz holiday and a 1996 Subaru SVX from JVC. A lot of contests. Do they still have as many contests as they used to? Remember, they used to have contests like every five seconds. Then you saw those stories about people who entered every contest they could find and actually won a lot of stuff, because most people don't even enter these contests. Here is the Icon Grill and Bite Bar, world's first multimedia food bar. Where the local Digerati go to meet and greet, says Newsweek. Like instead of the literati the digerati I remember that term exceptional dishes from the San Francisco Chronicle it's at the corner of 9th and Folsom in San San Francisco go go to a multimedia cafe <laughs> listen when you're in 95 everything is multimedia this and multimedia that fonts online what is this connections terra fractal images wow Things were very incoherent back in '95 as well, and on the back cover, of course, one of those Absolute vodka ads. This one looking like a printed circuit board. Absolute intelligence. Remember those Absolute ads? I don't think they do that anymore. You know, but it was a, it was a big uh, vodka. Is, is Absolute even like popular anymore? I don't know. I'm not into vodka.
4: Yeah,
0: I mean the mezcal. What do you want? So anyway, let's see what we can find with the trouble and attitude. Oh wait! I wanted to get the wording though. Uh, it, uh, it was a m- multimedia magazine, right? Hold on. So anyway, there is the disc, the disc master project, right? I, I spoke about this on a recent episode. This is um, a a project. Uh, hold on. In, uh, let me see. This is a uh, t- discmaster.textfiles.com. So D I S C M A S T E R. Discmaster.textfiles.com. Disc And this is uh, it pulls from the Internet Archive because they have uh, images of all these CDs, including a lot of the CD magazines, and they have four issues of Trouble and Attitude, and what they do is, um, they uh, like I I, here's the Trouble and Attitude issue one ISO, so uh, that's the uh, the image file, (coughs) so. You can actually it reads the files and it can play some video files, audio files, like it can interpret the files. So here's some music. I don't know if this is just like the, the menu music or something. This is this is the music you hear when you when you open up Trouble in Attitude Number One <coughs> Great. Great stuff. Um I'm trying to see if there's anything, business, radical cliffhanger screenwriter Melvin Van Peebles defends Panther, his cinematic tribute to a radical movement. So these are like just some some images here, but are, are there any like uh, videos or anything? Uh, hmm. I thought there was. Oh yeah, this is what Eric Larson with Savage Dragon. But there there's just a bunch of .dot pic .dot pic files. Sound two. What do we have here? I can't it. Hmm. What is this? This isn't really labeled. We
5: also do not have identity. And when you
1: don't have an identity, you become very upset. And you become very violent.
3: Your oh,
0: this a is a Marshall McLuhan. Yeah, they had an article on Marshall McLuhan, yeah.
1: Computers dehumanize yeah. society, or have yeah. they done it? No, they they will take away every...
0: Yes, computers will dehumanize us. Ah, shut up.
1: ...vestige of private being that you possess and private image. That's already happening at very high speed.
3: So, uh, as Blake said, are you, are you basing your point of view uh, towards any... Um, I guess you're not basing it towards a goal, but
0: uh, can you relate... All right, great. Listen, all these people, with all these like predictions, oh my God, the computer's going to destroy everything. Listen, obviously it's changed a lot of things, but it's, it hasn't like wrecked things as much as these theorists say it will. What's this trauma? That movie company that makes those deliberately bad movies. I'm, I've never been a fan of trauma. crap bikini what is this section the bikini section but there's there's no pictures really it just yeah uh i don't know sound oh sound here's more sound <phone rings> Any videos? No, I don't think any videos. All right, let's just go to issue two. This is really bumming me out. Issue two. Here we go. <clears throat> Data. VR sex. Oh, here's a video. Okay. VR girls.
3: We fulfill their fantasies.
0: Let's see. VR girls.
3: Men call us and we fulfill their fantasies. some of our own too.
0: Uh, We are the only uh, service provider of this type in the world.
3: It's a very intimate experience.
5: Um, It's basically a whole lot of fun and we really enjoy it.
0: We look
3: for the highest quality models possible, both attractive and intelligent people, so that they can fulfill the ideals and fantasies that our clientele
0: it reminds me of that, that, that about that, uh, the thing about that restaurant. I'll fulfill your wildest fantasies.
5: When they call in, I usually say, you know, I type in harmony. So this is basically like
0: OnlyFans but like like 30 years beforehand. And
5: then um, I ask if it's their first time calling or whatever and they'll say yes or no. And if it is their first time calling, I'll say
0: oh. This is kind of cool though, right? Like, like you don't have to have the disk. Like, it's it, usually when you have an ISO file, what the hell are you going to do with that? But this digs in and gets all the files out
3: you
5: know, you're just going to love this. that um, if it's a real short show, then I'll just do the, the strip striptease and if they want to climb
0: back, because they always won't. All right. Let's, let's move on, shall we? What else? Cigars? Hey, hey, hey. What do they got? I know they sell this in a cigar shop in Canada, but it's a, it's a sexy woman smoking a cigar. There you go.
4: Uh, yeah. She's an expert manager
3: all right all right
0: all (laughs) what kind of videos are this
3: tastes nice a little bit bitter though but uh it is rich taste definitely full flavor
0: who knew how boring this 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 cd-rom was you know where'd it go where's my cd-rom anything else here how about the edge what's on the edge not someone uh, like <clears throat> hang gliding right. let's go to issue 3 this is <laughs> no wonder they only made it 4 issues the hell let's dig in here 38 movies wow they're really up in their game here now wait a minute hmm no no it's all macromedia director stuff yeah Uh Let's see. Spank? What is spank?
1: Must always be. So, um...
3: So, i found myself a fun name. You can refer to me if you
1: like as Nicholas Bottoms, but don't call
0: okay. me... people that are into spanking, okay. This is very, 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 very uh, dull. Uh... <coughs> what is this? I have no idea what this is. Visionaries. Huge.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, and we went off to make the 11th hour, which we thought would not be, and it turned out to be maybe twice as big. This close to... Um, 3D
5: computer graphics. was a total, total video in the product Of that, about 66 minutes is the film-type video. Another 15 minutes is in-the-house film-type video. What are they talking so about? computer graphics. We really thought the 11th hour was going to be just a sequel to The Seventh Ele- guest. 11th hour. That's how we approached it. Oh, but, okay. Um,
0: okay, so... The 7th Guest was a CD-ROM game. I remember that, so the 11th hour. We
5: started to do the 11th hour. We realized that uh, we couldn't do that. It had to be a lot more complicated. It was So we had to, to reinvent a lot of our own technology again.
1: You know, cool,
0: interviews really, with game yeah. designers.
1: Take what was a... All right,
0: shut up. <laughs> I don't know why I'm being so annoyed by this. Finally, oh, wait, wait we have the thumbnail of the uh, the actual issue here. Let's see. Visionaries. Wow. What? It's like a giant... An exclusive video interview with Douglas Rushkoff. Alright, I don't know what's going on here. Let's try issue 4. Anything? Anything good here? DXR files? Macromedia director. Hmm. I mean, it shows a bunch of images, but... Anything here? Fourteen? Like, fourteen times? I'm I'm done. All right, whatever. See, I romanticized the 90s. and When you actually dig into what people were actually doing back then, it, it becomes very annoying and boring. See, we definitely see the path through <laughs> rose-colored glasses. Definitely, definitely. Anyway, in news of the present day, um, I was interested to read about the Teenage Engineering Choir dolls. Teenage Engineering is a company that makes like little synthesizers and stuff. I never bought anything from them. Even those little pocket operators, I never bought one of those. I was tempted, but I never bought one. But this is... How do they describe this? Uh... Teenage Engineering. Let's see. In case you're wondering if teenage. This is from Synthtopia.com. In case you're wondering if teenage engineering is all out of fucks to give, they just spell fuck with F asterisk CK just to hide the fact that it was the word fuck. They've introduced the Teenage Engineering Choir, a collection of eight singing wooden dolls, each with a characteristic vocal range. They can be played over MIDI or BLE. I'm not sure what BLE is. Uh, so there's like these <laughs> pretty large, like scary-looking wooden dolls. And is there a video here of these dolls singing? Let's see. Here's these scary dolls. I guess you have to use a um, OP
3: one. Mm, very
0: frightening. It's like something from a from Clockwork Orange or something all these evil little dolls singing to you and apparently they do start singing like if you put them if you put them on a shelf they'll start singing automatically without even you doing anything it's very frightening but they're very abstract shapes you know and um so it's I guess they're two hundred and fifty dollars each, so it's like something like seventeen hundred dollars for all of them. Or this one, uh, this guy spent seventeen hundred euros and he bought all of them. A guy named Hainbach, he bought all of the little dolls. <laughs> you really want these things in your house? I would pay seventeen hundred euro to like get rid of them. What the hell? Hi, I'm Heinbach and it's good to have you back.
1: I'm standing here surrounded by the little critters of the teenage engineering choir. The choir is a set of eight wooden dolls with integrated speakers and a speech synthesizer in each. They work both as decorative art pieces and as musical instruments.
0: And, and by the way, they sold out of these. you can't you, if you, even if you have the money, and the, uh, the 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 desire to have these evil little dolls in your house you can't they're sold out
1: they command a hefty price though i paid one thousand seven hundred euro for the whole set
0: and he got so, a 15 percent discount too because he's an artist
1: it's good that there's a sponsor for this video me i've made All right, five let's
0: fast forward here he is playing them on his uh, op1 do you do you really want to hear that i mean i would not i would not want to hear that But he mentioned that they just like if they just start singing at random, like if they're on your shelf. I want to see if I can find any uh, any videos of that of them just sort of like starting singing at random in your house. Uh huh. Would <coughs> oh, they sell them at MoMA? The desi- MoMA store? They have some there. You can do the MoMA dance with these things, maybe. Wait, isn't that that's the song they played in uh, Clockwork Orange? No. So, yeah, someone says it's like Clockwork Orange sound Hey, hey. Let's see. I'm trying to see if there's any. Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, there's there's your little dolls if you want to try them out. I don't know. I'm not going to. I don't like. I don't like it. And in other news, New Jersey ordered to remove cheeky highway safety signs. I think I saw some of these driving around the past couple weeks. Let's see. This is Channel Seven here.
3: Well the Federal Highway Administration doesn't think road safety is something to laugh at. So it is telling
0: the New Jersey Department of Transportation to stop putting up cute highway signs. The state first posted messages about safety during the COVID it's, pandemic, but now the signs says don't be a knucklehead other reminders like quote, get your head out of your apps. And, well, <laughs> we'll be blunt de- don't, don't be a knucklehead, keep a safe distance Don't drive high Well, the Federal Transportation yes. Department only wants the signs used for emergency messages The New Jersey Department of Transportation has not commented <laughs> Let's see what it says uh, Some of the messages were Slow down, this ain't Thunder Road And we'll be blunt, don't drive high
3: <laughs> Good evening and happy Thanksgiving. I'm sure Dave I didn't play on. this. What is
0: really going on? straight ahead. But first, right.
5: more gun insanity. This time in the Bronx, 14.
0: Gun insanity in the Bronx. Wow. The New Jersey Department of Trans- Transportation has no comment. Reach out to the Federal Highway Administration. I thought it was kind of cool putting cheeky signs. It sort of reminds me of that Beatles from the Beatles, gear costume swap, cheeky. Can I find that? I want to find that right now. Pause. Alright, I got a copy over here. you got a great movie. Really, what an amazing movie. Now I have to find that specific scene though. Gear, costume, swap, cheeky. <clears throat> Yes, I like that scene where Ringo keeps messing everything up.
3: Great,
5: great, great. You don't
0: I may need to find like a subtitles file to find where that scene is. Exactly.
3: Uh. Hmm.
0: Alright, I'll pause again. It's Paul's grandfather. Well, I didn't find it yet, but this is a good, really good scene coming up. I have—I think I have the subtitles file here too, so I can cross-reference the.
3: Oh, they do have timestamps. Okay. Oh yes, would you take them makeup and
0: The Sure. So I have it at fifty-one. Minutes. I'm around there, so we can find it here. It's hey, a good scene. I don't need you to
3: protect me i got the
1: come on, lad, sit down.
0: Gear costumes at 36. Anyway, to do
1: okay. us first. It to them, whether they
3: By the way, what's that? My name's Betty. Do you want a bunch of your frog tunic? No. John, behave yourself or I'll murder you. Shake, take that wig off. It suits you. Bingo, what are you up to? Page five. You always fancied yourself as a guardsman, didn't you? Oh, that this Tutu's solid flesh would melt. Vap! Hey, you won't interfere with the basic, rugged concept of my personality, William madam? Hey, reading the Queen. That's an in-joke, you know. Shazam! It's
0: my considered opinion. <laughs> Shazam! <laughs> and that you're a
3: bunch of sissies
1: just jealous leave him alone Lennon. or i'll tell him all the truth about you you would
0: oh. the truth well that could be taken a couple different ways
1: oh i would go
3: look at that
0: guy's playing playing the part of the manager so yeah
3: I thought i was supposed to be getting a change of scenery and so far i've been in a train and a room and a car and a room and a room and a room well maybe that's all right for a bunch of powdered gigas like you lot but i'm feeling decidedly straitjacketed what a clean old man Uh, don't pressure look
0: apparently they kept calling him the clean old man because he was in Steptoe and Son and he was a dirty old man he was a big star that was the the show that Sanford and Son in the US was based on
1: he's sex obsessed the older generation leading this country to galloping ruin what's a pretty girl like you
3: doing in a place like this Uh, they're nearly ready for your lads, just finishing the band call I say, did
1: you go to Harrods? I was there in 58, you know. I can get on the stage. Oh,
0: how? Return right here at the front and go the fireplace. And I can find this. what I wanted to find now because of. Uh, yes. Hello? Leslie Johnson and his ten disappearing doves. Leslie Jackson. Leslie Jackson. I saw your father in the old empire in
3: 1909. Uh, if you're as good as him, son, you're all right.
0: He pats him on the on the shoulder and kills one of his birds, so he has to change it to nine disappearing dogs. <laughs> yeah. Bit of a gag.
3: Swap. <laughs> Cheeky.
0: I mean, the first, like, dozen times I saw that, I had no idea what they were talking about, but, you know, gear means, like, cool, you know. So the guy's dressed up as one of those, you know, like, French, whatever, 16 or 1700s, like, royalty with the big wig and everything. So John Lennon's like, gear costume, like, a cool costume. And the guy looks at him wearing his, at the time, very, uh, you know, sort of, like, whatever, out-of-the-ordinary Beatles outfit. He's like, swap, swap, You know, because they're both wearing a costume. Lenin's like, cheeky. What's the actual definition of cheeky? We don't use that word in in, in America too much, even though they did in that news article. Impudent or irreverent, typically in an endearing or amusing way. Yes. Say that one more time, shall we?
3: trying to fob you off with this musical charlatan but I gave him the test I'm quite happy that guy was
0: in uh, was in the
3: book I won an award
0: the Anthony Newley movie from 69 um, can Hieronymus Merkin forget Mercy Hump and find happiness
3: a likely story it's
1: on the wall in my office
3: well, hello Alice everybody happy
1: alright alright if you do
0: and it's so frustrating because, like, the Beatles were able to make this one good movie, not just good, great, and then they proceeded to make Help and uh, and uh, and Magical Mystery Tour, and they just completely, you know, horrible. Not, I mean, nowhere near this one. You know, Help is, is a huge drop in quality from this movie, which I think is almost a perfect movie.
1: Don't need them. I'll lock them up in the dressing room. Please do. I'll not need them for half an hour having a bottle of milk and some tranquilizers. I see it all now. It's
0: a plot. A plot. Tranquilizers. It's on Internet Archive, by the way, oh, if you I want to watch it. i the key.
1: Come oh, on, go.
0: Instead of come on, it's come, come on. Leslie Jackson.
3: Leslie Jackson.
0: Right, let's skip ahead there. Oh, I missed him.
3: Nine. I'm as good as him, son. You're all right. Gear costume. Swap. Cheeky.
0: Yes. All right, out on the porch now. All this talk of cigars. I had one I already started the other day. See my cigars last. I I put them in my little concrete container out here. Smoke them over the course of several days. Anyway, one thing I was thinking of it's it's one of these things that it's a it's a very common object that I have not seen or handled in, in a long time now. I'm talking about the plastic straws in the paper uh, sleeve. <laughs> I don't even know the right way of saying it. Right? This was the most ubiquitous object. Every time you went out to eat in a lot of these restaurants, and not just fast food restaurants, other restaurants, like, like the, the wait staff would have a, a sort of a, a little pocket in their apron or whatever that had all these straws, and they would give you straws. You know, like you had a cup of with ice and water or coke or whatever, and you would you would take this straw that was wrapped in paper, right, and uh, you'd have to open it up and then you did do something with the paper and use the straw. It was the most common thing. But I have not seen that. I think they our world is moving away from plastic straws. as you know, the idea of the incredibly wasteful aspects of our society. That they don't want to, uh, they want to get away from things like that. Because the plastic straw, you'll use it once, take a few sips, toss it in the trash. That one, it'll wind up in a landfill or in the ocean. And it's going to last for thousands of years before it breaks back down into the earth, you know. And in this transition, there's been this concept of the paper straw. No, the paper straw does not work. Uh, You have to find another way. Like Starbucks, for example, I believe they figured out a way to sort of create a new plastic lid, which is using more plastic than the straw did. But of course, all these efforts to fix something is breaking something else. Um, They made some sort of a plastic lid that doesn't spill as much and serves somewhat of the same purpose as a straw. Again, who knows if they're saving anything but the the laws and the perceptions of things. Um, One place that we used to order from they made smoothies, really good smoothies, and they're very thick smoothies, right? So it used to come with a plastic straw, and I believe that's the last time I had a plastic straw in that paper wrapper, right? It's paper, but then it's sort of they sort of clamp down to the edges, so it's sealed. It's a sealed plastic sleeve for the for the straw. I don't even know how to describe. Like I'm not, I don't have the language. What is the name of the of the paper wrap? It's like a wrapper basically for the straw, right? So. Especially with a smoothie, you know, it worked fine. You stick the straw in there, and uh, you can suck out the wonderful liquid of the smoothie. Then that this place switched to paper straws, um, and you stuck it in there, and it didn't work. You suck a little bit of that uh, smoothie out of there, and then it just gums up and, like, like disintegrates, and it's like, you can't, it, it's impossible to drink. So we stopped ordering from them. Like they lost our, they completely lost our business. We completely stopped ordering from them because they switched to pa- paper straws. Now listen, I'm all for saving the environment, and I don't like all the wastefulness. But you know, they got to come up with a better solution than that. You know, if it ruins your business, I don't, I don't know what the hell. Offer reusable straws to your customers to buy for like cheap, and then they could wash them in the sink and use them over and over again. I don't know. But I remember all of these like little tricks you could do with those straws. They were so pervasive, and it was sort of like this sort of extra, extra the extra piece of the paper wrapper. You know, people were bored, and they, they did things with them. I remember my father showing me a trick. He must have learned, you know, in the mid-century time, you know, when he was younger, um, where you start to sort of you you hold the outer paper wrapper loosely and start to tap it tap it down. So it sort of, it's sort of uh, all smushes down like an accordion, right? And push it down as hard as you can. And then take the... Uh, the so now put that on the table. It's like a little accordion thing. And then you, 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 you what you can do is you can put the straw in the liquid and then you put your finger over the top using the magic of air pressure. You can lift it up and now the water will stay in. You know how that works, that that whole thing? Somehow the water stays in if you if you put your finger over it. That doesn't I mean I I understand the concept of it with air pressure and stuff, but that doesn't sound right. But I guess it works. So then really, release it a few drops over the schmooshed up accordion of paper, and then it starts to writhe and move almost like it's alive. That's a, that was a cool trick. I wonder I wonder if that only worked for certain kinds of paper, but that was a great trick, right? And then of course there was the other trick where if you pull the wrapper off a little bit, and I think maybe you could just pull one end off and then you could sort of just blow real hard and it'll shoot the wrapper at someone. Or I think you could sort of pull it halfway off and then twist the loose end of the paper to give it a little bit of weight and then you could blow on it and um, shoot it at people. You know, that was another trick. And then of course the whole spitball concept where you take that paper and you like you wet it or you just put it in your mouth and chew it and make these little balls and Stick it in the straw, and you can shoot those at people, too. Listen, you give a person anything, they're going to figure out jerky things to do with it. It's just, a way, it's just a way of the world, okay? <laughs> but I, I thought about I don't know why that came to mind because it's just I have not encountered that particular object, and I'm sure in a few years that will not even exist anymore. People they will not have those plastic straws. And usually the straw, the, the straw itself had a stripe on it of some sort, white plastic with a red or a blue stripe. <laughs> somehow there were always stripes on these on these straws i think some of them didn't have stripes but how like how would you know if you should get one like if you're a restaurant we're going to buy some straws for our customers stripes are no are not, no stri- what what should i get should what what are this what's up with the stripes could could it be like matching the color of your restaurant's like branding or Visually appealing for the customer. There must be some concept of stripes on straws. Hold on, let let me pause and look it up. Maybe there is a whole article about it on the Internet, on the World Wide Web. Okay, why do straws have stripes? This is due to the vertical horizon illusion in which one line will appear longer one, lo- what? One line will appear longer than its real length if it is vertical. Striped drinking straws function similarly. They draw the eye up the length of the straw and make you want to suck the liquid up along with it in a way that enhances the drinking experience. <laughs> is this... Someone's making that up. Why are there yellow and red lines on straws? Hmm. There's all these articles. Not really sure. Maybe they were produced that way so you could differentiate people's drinks through the color of the straws. Just looking at other answers about striped straws on Quora, it seems the vertical lines could be a way of enhancing the drinking process as the vertical lines draw the eye upward and encourage us to draw up the liquid through the straw. Maybe you're just thirsty and you're drinking something. What the hell is all this crap about lines? It could also just be a kind of straw trademark. They have always been like that, and we come to expect it. (laughs) Just had a thought that if companies produced pure white straws only, that would be cheaper for them, but the straws would be boring and lack definition. (laughs) If they produced full-color straws, that would be fun and easy to separate into colors, but more costly. So the compromise is the stripe. Color definition without too much extra cost. I think these people are just making this stuff up. Oh, look, in the 50s, there were straw dispensers. Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. Well, there's there's a lot of... uh, People have a lot of thoughts on this straw topic. Indeed. Indeed. Anyways, I wanted to mention that uh, the Star Wars TV show Andor finished up the other day. Twelve episodes fantastic. The entire series was great and there's going to be a season two, the first season rock solid great Star Wars TV show as I've said many times I'm amazed, I'm shocked it's a minor miracle that Disney has made a good Star Wars anything, right? They've been really, really making shitty Star Wars movies and and stuff. I mean the TV shows I think have disappointed me greatly, all of them. Mandalorian Boba Fett and Obi-Wan Kenobi, just horribly written garbage, in my opinion. I watched all of it. Um, Force Awakens was okay. And the following two movies in the sequel trilogy, The Last Jedi, which I think was the worst and possibly one of the worst movies ever made. And then The Rise of Skywalker was horrible. Rogue One was um, better than... All the other than the other prequels, it was okay. Andor is basically sort of a prequel to Rogue One, which is itself a prequel to a direct prequel to the first Star Wars movie from nineteen seventy-seven, chronologically speaking. And then the Han Solo movie was—I thought it was okay, but people are since it it lost money, everyone's trashing it the worst Star Wars movie. No, The Last Jedi is the worst Star Wars movie. It was kind of cool though in, in Andor. Um, Mon Mothma mentions, mentions that casino planet Canto, I think it's called Canto Bite or something. <laughs> she mentions it. They're in Coruscant. It's so, it, that's one of the best things about, well, there's so many great things about Andor, but the, a lot of it takes place on Coruscant, which is, of course, a big prequel uh, location. I'm taking these people to Coruscant. Where are you taking them? To Coruscant. Wait, um, you're under arrest. under arrest. <laughs> roger, roger. Those prequels are so great. I should. Well, I should. I think I have the extended version of. Uh, someone put together a version of *Phantom Menace* with all the del- deleted scenes in it. I think I have to watch that. And that guy Rick Oli, the pilot, he just explains everything. There it is, Coruscant. The whole planet is one big city. <laughs> Never mind. In in the Foundation trilogy, of books by Isaac Asimov, there's a planet that's a big city. And a guy named Han and everything. I think I mentioned that, you know. Listen, we all know Star Wars is very derivative, but anyway, so Andor is a show that finally think of shows like, you know, Game of Thrones or The Sopranos. Like there's a million of them, right? There's twelve episodes in a season. Why only twelve? Why could there be like eighteen? There used to be, remember seasons used to have like thirty or forty episodes. But anyway, twelve episodes in a season. It's an overarching storyline. It's not a story of the week, right? They used to do that on broadcast television because people didn't catch every episode. They didn't have VCRs back in the day, so they, they would watch an episode here, an episode there. So there had to be a self-contained story in each episode back in broadcast television. But, right, when we got into streaming and stuff and, and cable, right, yes, there's a, there's a kind of a focus per episode, but it's a one, one big story, um this is the first time they 've made a star wars TV show like that much more mature uh, um, an, a an adult could appreciate it. it is not for children like with little baby Yoda crap grogu right um, and it's just it 's a a good well done series and uh with within the star wars universe and it's i had no expectations when I first heard about it this prequel of a prequel of a prequel. Well, there's this garbage? And the first two, it it takes a little time to get going. The first two episodes, I wasn't sure, but it just gets better and better and better. Uh, The so-called Mon Mothma, who's such a minor character in Return of the Jedi, she's like a major character in in Andor. (laughs) It's awesome. Mon Mothma. (coughs) You know, her, her big line was, Many Bothan spies died to bring us this information. Anyway, I strongly recommend it, even if you're not into Star Wars. I'm completely shocked, considering the track record of Disney. Uh, I mean, their latest monstrosity was that She-Hulk show, which, you know, I have watched some of the Marvel shows here and there. Like, I thought that WandaVision was okay, but then towards, like, the last couple episodes, it just completely broke down and was horrible. Um, Now, talking about that, uh, I'm playing Marvel Snap and I finally got Agatha Harkness, a card that plays the cards for you. It's pretty cool. I think next week they're going to introduce a, a way of getting the cards easier. You know, the cards that you want, uh, rather than having to wait months to get the card you want, which is ridiculous. I mean, a lot of decks need Magneto. I don't have Magneto, so, you know, what do you want? And I'll be able to get it. I want Ghost Rider, Magneto, or some other ones. And then and then there's they they're introducing all sorts of new cards, too. Silver Surfer, Valkyrie, Galactus. But it is really a good game. I've been playing constantly. It's very addictive. Marvel Snap. And I have it on my phone, my iPad, and my computer. It's on Steam for the PC. I don't know about a Mac version. But, you know, as I said many times, if you're interested in playing computer games, you don't have a Mac. That's not for games. I don't know what the hell it's for. Because you can do everything you can do on a Mac on on a PC and play games. But I realize a lot of people out there who couldn't give a crap about games, I don't get it personally, but uh, people don't, don't play computer games or video games. I, I mean, I guess it's a personality trait or whatever, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Like I can't imagine not like living life like there's all these amazing computer games and most of them are free on your phone and everything. It's like, no, I would rather not play any games. Well, my brother John is like that. He doesn't play any games. He doesn't play any computer games or anything. Zero. He doesn't play any games. He's not interested in it. And that's fine. It's just his personality. It's just his, his interests. I don't get it, but it, it, it does exist. It's out there. People who don't like video games. Talking about games, I've been... Uh, you know, it was so weird. Like, I had these huge win streaks in Flea Double, that game I talked all about last episode. And as soon as that episode came out... Like, Last week, I was, or is it earlier this? Yeah, earlier this week, I started playing. I kept playing, and I had these losing streaks, which was wild. And now it's it's gotten a little bit better. But, yeah, there's there's win streaks, losing streaks. And that's the whole idea is that, you ha- like, since you're playing a sequence of games and three strikes and you're out, you really have to adjust your, you know, you could play it safe and, uh, you know, try and, like, have less scoring, but there's always going to be those 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 shuffles where you, there's just no way to win, so you've got to push it when it feels good. You got to push it to try to get a higher score. And I I did re- I did the latest sequ- the latest game I played. I got uh, was it a sequence of like six or seven games or eight games, and I got it over a thousand. Um, but anyway, the other, uh, one game I got over two thousand, I think. But uh, yeah, it's a wild game, man. I mean, this flea devil solitaire it is amazing that this the rules i came up with and the three zonkas everything as as i detailed last time really really good so if i do say so myself as i did spend 15 years inventing it but now uh yeah and i'm working on um a new edition of the onzuk book and it's uh the the rules are in there so i'm going to try to figure out yeah i'm going to try to every month i update the pdf and this is gonna, it's going to be a little awkward because this the new version is just starting off but i'm going to try to get it in there so you, so i'll let you know when the the rules are available in in the Onsuk book so you can you know you can play flea devil that way and and i know this it's a kind of a tough game to teach and i should make youtube videos of it but i'm just not really i i have so much other stuff to do i don't really want to focus my efforts on on flea devil but i would like some people to play it i'd like to i'd like to know how other people like flea devil you know any of you listening have tried flea devil well, it's going to be kind of hard. Listen, uh, when I release the rules, then we'll, we'll talk about it. It should be next week at some point, because next week is December, right? Yeah. Sometime next week, it will become December. Anyways, with that, I'd like to say thank you for patching in to this episode of The Overnightscape. I am your host, Frank Edward Nora, here in Nutley, New Jersey, USA. And uh, there, I, there are no other Nutleys in USA, by the way. It's. There's no other Nutleys in the world. When they they made Nutley, that was it, man. That was like the only Nutley they ever made. I think there's some sort of Nutlu or Nutley or something in France or something. There's some other Nut... But it's not exact. It's not Nutley. There's only one Nutley. Apparently, Fred Allen, the radio star from many years ago, um, liked to make fun of Nutley. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, uh... Well, Not Lee, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're here on the OnSug, uh, in the OnSug, a radio station inside a book, the book I'm working on, the next edition of, as I mentioned. Just go to OnSug.com for all your OnSug needs. It's O-N-S-U-G.com. Get the uh, latest episodes of all the shows. You can participate in a show called Overnightscape Central. We also do the monthly show exit ramp and uh, it's by invite only but please drop me a line if you'd like to be invited. It's not invite only cuz I want to exclude anyone, it's just because how Zoom works apparently if you publicly post a link all these like jerks will like invade your stream and try to like I don't even know, like spam and stuff so but I I don't want to exclude anyone. I'm going to be extra careful the next one which yeah, probably in a few weeks I'll do another one. Cuz of course uh Through some sort of clerical error, I neglected to invite Doc Slees, even though I was so sure that I invited him. So I'm going to be extra careful with all the invites coming up next time. Uh, But, yeah, Overnightscape Central, just listen to the latest episode and uh, get all the information you need to participate. The the, the current topic I'm going to be recording for over the weekend here, uh, elegance. So... I wonder if we're talking about Elegant Elliot Offen, who I did see once uh, on 8th Avenue, a Howard Stern guest, a very strange guy. Anyways, um, yeah, so please check it out. We're here. We have a year and a half of audio. Can you imagine? It's, it's 1.5 years of audio in the archive. When I say it's a lifetime of listening pleasure, I mean, it's like it's really, really meant. Oh, no, kitty. Run, run, run. It's Romeo the cat over there an outdoor cat in the neighborhood. Anyway, uh, so nerve-wracking seeing the cat going across the street like that. My cats are indoor cats. They don't go outside, it's too dangerous. Anyway, uh, we have uh, have a non-commercial project here. The Onslaug is non-commercial, massive archive, uh, unique style, and we're very focused on people listening in in the future, especially the far future and uh, hopefully you're listening in the far future and uh, because we don't really have um, you know, a, a big organization, you, know, you can help wherever, wherever and whenever you are please help preserve and promote the onsug, thank you and now uh, put on the gear costume of the mind as you uh, embark on a safari of wisdom and foolishness United, known as the other side.
4: the breakup of the soviet union the rainforests
5: global warming english lit tuition costs red meat what to do saturday night you've got the problems of the world on your back we can help you carry them
3: backpacks from outdoor products life's a journey we'll help you pack From Oldsmobile.
1: Cutlass Sierra is red hot, and we're going to make it even hotter by having a red hot car sale. Now you can slip into the top selling car in New York, New Jersey, and Southern Connecticut for a special low price. Wear a
3: Sierra
1: for less. The good old guys are designing Cutlass Sierra deals you just haven't heard before.
5: Fudgy the Whale is back. That's a whale of a cake for a whale of a dad that you participate in Carvel Ice Cream Store. Yep. And this year, your Carvel dealer makes them loaded with fudge and nuts. And you can get Fudgy with an ocean to serve 20 people. But if you want to send Fudgy the Whale to a whale of a dad anywhere in the Carvel territory, you call the phone number that you see here. Thank you. And have a happy day, Dad.
3: Everyone come join the fun at the great Westchester County Fair. Every family, everywhere. At the Westchester County Fair. Rides and attractions. Non-stop action shows. Animals, fireworks, shows, so and the most fun thing you
1: can do? Don't miss the Westchester County Fair at Yonkers Raceway ending this Sunday. See the largest circus under the big top. The Clyde Beatty Cole Brothers Circus. A livestock exhibition, live country music, and more. Every night
5: till midnight, admission $4, kids under 12 free. At the Westchester County Fair. Crazy Eddie's going computer crazy, with an incredible selection of home computers and computer software. Atari, Texas Instruments, Commodore, Xerox, Crazy Eddie's got them all, all at the guaranteed lowest prices. Shop around, get the best prices you can find on computers, then go to Crazy Eddie and he'll beat them. Crazy Eddie's going computer crazy. Now's the time to get the home computer you've always wanted. Crazy Eddie, his computer prices are insane. If you're looking for a home computer, go to see Crazy Eddie now, because Crazy Eddie's greatest computer sale ever is on right now, with prices that are insane. It's the Night of Thrills, Wednesday night. The 200-mile-an-hour flame-belting shockwave, Peterbilt. Wild 250-mile-an-hour funny cars. Coca-Cola Cavalier, Black Magic. Hawaiian Hunt. The USA1 Corvette. The Night Raider Chevy Rebellion wheelie cars at 140 miles an hour. Jet funny cars at 260 miles an hour. See the wild burnout contest, Plus the masters of disaster flaming 20-car jump with no landing ramp. It's the Night of Thrills, Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. At Oldbridge Township Raceway Bar, two miles north of English Town, New Jersey. Get there early, because it's going to be insane. Humphrey Bogart and James Cagney return in Oklahoma, Kid*, following these
1: messages.
3: Bring it home, Dr. Kit. Proud enough, strong
5: enough, tough enough, loud enough.
3: We're putting our hands together, making our best get better. see it all to be here we go bring it home bring it home
1: friday night at 7 30 it's the mets and the giants don't miss it bring it home The number one
5: family musical in America. Cats. The world's most thrilling
1: theatrical event.
5: Cats. The magic, the mystery, the
1: memory will live forever.
5: Cats. The seven-time Tony Award winner. The once-in-a-lifetime experience. The most exciting family musical in a word. Cats at the Winter Garden Theater. Call telecharts 212-239-6200
3: in Ohio, but I'm a beachcomber in New York. I
4: love
3: new York. I'm
5: a
1: tugboat skipper in Nova Scotia, but I'm a wine sipper in New York. I love New York. New York is a summer wonderland. Call now for your free vacation guide and discover a whole new you.
3: I'm a star on Broadway, but in New York, I'm just part of the scenery. I, I love Someone made a store just for me. Someone has my kind of quality. Someone got the message that people like things better, even when they're shopping for.
1: because we're medicine. He might even eat us. No, no, no. this circular in Sunday's paper for super coupon bonanza savings like these. A half gallon Tropicana orange juice, $1.39. A dozen Pathmark large eggs, $0.69. And a half gallon of Pathmark premium ice cream, $1.39. Come to pathmark super coupon bonanza where you're the one who's number one 24 hours a day. Pathmark number one! Hi, now's the time to plan a great summer of fun for your child at Young People's Day Camp. Let me show you how Young People's Day Camp makes fun happen. At Young People's Day Camp, your child is picked up and brought home by Camp Bus. In between, the days are filled with fun activities. There's boat rides, all summer sports, long swims in the pool, arts and crafts, weekly field trips, and so much more. All under the care, supervision, and instruction of state licensed teachers and administrators. There are two to eight week programs available. And for the 16th anniversary year, tuition is just $110 a week for an eight week program. Camp shirts, tote bags, trophies, awards, and banners are all provided free. Act now to reserve a place for your child. For the camp nearest you, call in the five boroughs, 718-447-8010. New Jersey, 521-3600. Long Island, 731-1000. Westchester, Rockland, 664-8200. And for our new team tours, 718 338 Vince in Brooklyn history. The opening of the Brooklyn Bridge. The Dodgers win the pennant at Ebbets Field.
5: And now, the Whiz grand opening of their new superstore opposite King's Plaza. Nobody
3: beats the Wiz.
5: Nobody beats the Wiz on this Toshiba AM-FM cassette player with headphones unbeatable at $29. On the Sharp DHS VCR with wireless remote unstoppable at $288. And nobody beats the Wiz on this Sony Trinitron 19-inch remote control color TV unreal at $399.
2: Nobody
3: beats the Wiz.
5: Grand opening, opposite nobody King's Plaza, sale at all 11
1: Wiz stores. Here's some ice cream cakes that only Carvel
3: makes. And they're made fresh every day. Cause that's the Carvel way And while you're at the store See Cookie Puss and more And don't forget about Hug Me the Bear The friendliest bear
1: Your participating
5: Carvel dealer also has Hug Me the Bear and Cookie Puss dolls You'll love them Thank you
4: It's great to save
3: some cash, so come to Shoprite, can, can, dash from can to can to can to can. You'll save much more on every brand. You'll save much more on every brand. Now's the time to shop at Shoprite, can, can, dash. Now's the time to stack up all the value's left. Shoprite pork and
4: beans, sauerkraut, beets, or chicken broth, five cans, ninety-nine cents.
1: Think about a second mortgage home equity loan. At Champion, mortgages are our only business, and nobody does it better. We offer low fixed rates for qualified homeowners. Whatever your mortgage needs, regardless of your credit background, Champion works hard to get you results, and fast, usually within a few days. Call today and apply by phone in just a matter of minutes, or ask for our free brochure. And remember, when your bank says no, Champion says yes. Thinking of brand-name carpeting delivered in one day, think of this number,
6: 588-2300,
1: and this company,
3: Empire! This is the garden of make-believe, a magical garden of make-believe, where flowers chuckle and birds play tricks, and a magic tree grows lollipop sticks. Here in the garden what we say and do, We'd like you to join us and do it, too. Can you crow like a rooster? doo And clap your hands and stamp your shoe. It's a funny place, but it's surely true that we'd like to share it all with you. If you sing for me, I'll sing for you. If you cry for me, I'll cry for you. I'll scream for you,
6: Ooh, if you laugh for me, I'll laugh for
2: you. So come on in without a bus, cause the magical garden is waiting for us.
1: Come on along, I'll take you too.
3: Ballyhoo, the lullaby of Broadway. And in the center of it all is the Milford Plaza.
1: Stay at the Milford Plaza Hotel with cocktail dinner and breakfast for $43 per person. Discover why we are the lullaby of Broadway. In the Milford Plaza
3: is the lullaby of all Broadway. Love that dagestino, love that dag, dag, Recipe for fun is in the Dag Dag bag Love those veggies Oh, love that meat Enough of this love-making, what do you say we eat? So please, Mr. D'Agostino, move closer to me
1: USDA Choice Beef Shoulder for London Broil 189 a pound at D'Agostino
2: Figure out what's best to do. They teach me how
4: to use my hands, to use my mind. To find a kind of life I like to find. I'm really glad they made the children's day the giant I'm really glad they made the children's day the giant
3: Now is the perfect time, and the season is just. You can play all day and dance into the night. At beautiful Moundary Lodge, all you have to bring is your love of everything.
5: For reservations, phone 1-800-441-4410.
3: All you have to bring is your love of everything. Beautiful Moundary Lodge.
1: Holy cow! Are you as confused as I am about these new tax laws? Uh, Thank goodness you can buy all the things you need with a fixed-rate second mortgage loan as low as today's prime rate of 7.5%. That's right, 7.5%. Best of all, the low-interest payments may be fully deductible. Qualified homeowners get instant approval. Call the money store toll-free. Dial one 800 221
6: Socrates. Woo! Look, the sun came out. Woo! Bet you didn't think the sun was gonna come out today, folks. It's a pleasure to be here. The name of our group is Revel at Midnight. We're gonna play for you a set of all original rock and roll, and we sure hope you enjoy it. <coughs> it down beats dirty.